Hi, welcome to my podcast, Talking Travel with Wendy. I travel the globe interviewing really cool people in small hospitality and tourism businesses. Join me each week as I discover and share something or someone new with you. You can find more at www.travelwithwendy.net. And remember, it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy. This summer, we got to play some golf in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. My family's been visiting Myrtle Beach for over 30 years. My husband, John, loves playing golf. If you haven't read my recent blog or seen the vlog on golfing in St. Croix yet, check them out. The links are in the description. We had a great time there, too. Myrtle Beach has so much to offer for family travel, young and old alike. If you're beach lovers, they sure have you covered. Boating, water sports, absolutely. We've had a Marriott timeshare there since the early 2000s, and although we haven't been able to go every year because of our Army lifestyle, when we're stateside, we do try to take advantage of it. We always manage to get a little bit of golf in while we're there, too. If you're unfamiliar with Myrtle Beach Golf, let me share with you just a little bit of what I know. There are 90 golf courses in Myrtle. There are 80 in the Grand Strand alone. The Grand Strand is an arc of beachland on the Atlantic Ocean in South Carolina, extending more than 60 miles from Little River to Winyah Bay. It was first called this in 1945 by a local newspaper columnist who penned the name for the 60-mile stretch of coastline running from Georgetown on the southern end to Little River in the north. There are golf courses in Myrtle Beach where you can play a single or a double. They're just a little bit more challenging. And here are a few courses that we discovered with our friends Betsy and Dave, who joined us too, making it a fun day and a perfect foursome. So the first one we found was Man of War Golf Club. This is considered one of the prettiest golf courses in Myrtle Beach. Man of War has water on almost every hole, and it was an unbelievably fun to photograph. And although the day we were there, it was a little overcast, this wasn't actually so bad because the heat wasn't so intense. Our tea time was early in the morning, and I'm super thankful because even in June, it gets hot by noon. When we arrived, caddies were right there waiting for us with disinfected golf carts, scorecards, and loading up our clubs. We checked into the pro shop, which was super cool and filled with everything you need to play this sport. An outstanding feature of this golf course is the ninth hole. It's an island hole and it's super fun to play. I really enjoy playing this course and I'm a newbie. I've played for years with JP, but not consistently. This year, I've been able to get out on the course a little bit more thanks to COVID. So I'm not as a disappointment for everybody as I was this summer at the beach. The next golf club we discovered was the Wizard Golf Club. I really enjoy playing the Wizard too. You can check out more in my reviews on Google Reviews, and you can follow me there too. I put the link below. We had a very nice weather day, so my pictures are a bit brighter, and you can see those in the vlog. The fame of this golf course is its design. It's unique and it has elevations. And, you know, geographically, we're located in a flat region, beach region, and the wetlands of South Carolina. So the simple fact that you are in a rolling course in South Carolina is pretty unique. And it made me feel like we were back in Alabama on the Hampton Cove Robert Trent Jones Golf Course because we're located at the foot of the Appalachians. And the course here in Alabama is a little hilly. 
We all had fun playing it, and it reminded me of the Lynx courses also in St. Andrews that I've seen. So if you are interested in this kind of golf where your ball gets stuck in some pretty tall grass, then you would like the Wizard. The only bummer we had all day on this course was that we couldn't find any bathrooms out on the course. And after two cups of coffee and two waters to stay hydrated, we uh, we found a male's bathroom. So I broke the rules and just went in. <laughs> so here's some other things to know about golfing in Myrtle Beach. Because of the always changing season, tea times and COVID, thank you very much, uh, you have to call in to get the prices or the current prices for tea times because they do change. You can arrange your tea times through the resort or hotel by using a concierge service, but always you want to book them in advance, either by email or going through the concierge at your hotel. I've included the links below where you can reserve your tea times. So when should you play golf in Myrtle Beach? And the best season is actually the fall. However, this is also the most expensive. Everyone's figured that out. From June to August, you can get and enjoy cheaper greens fees and rounds of golf. But on the other hand, room reservations at hotels and resorts are higher because of the beach traffic. So it's a toss up. But in the fall, you get nice weather. The greens are really pretty and everything is kind of competitively priced. So just know that. Golfers don't spend too much time on the beach in the fall so it's also not as much traffic for the strand if you're trying to plan a myrtle beach golf trip for a group the services are available to help you coordinate with everything from accommodations transportation tea times because we were staying at the marriott they were able to book our tea times and they also included our lunch pickup at the snack shops at both golf courses. They gave you a few options. Every day we had a choice of sandwiches or hot dog, chips, and a drink. Beer was a little bit extra out of pocket, but you grabbed this at the turn on the go and we were able to enjoy it. Because of the group in front of us, we had a little bit of time to enjoy it without getting indigestion. This is just a little bit of information about golfing in Myrtle Beach. I'm going to continue to highlight them the more we go. Next week, I'm going to be having content on great eats in Myrtle Beach. Since we've gone so many times, we have our favorites as well as so many new restaurants. So you definitely want to come back and hear what I've got to say about that. So these are some staycation ideas. I hope you're having fun finding out more information. Check out my blog, vlog, and of course my other podcasts for inspiration. And if you are looking to cross the pond, perhaps maybe in Europe or Scotland, I can help with that too. If you need help travel planning, shoot me an email at wendy at travelwithwendy.net. I have lots of information on my website. Thanks so much for listening today. My podcast helps support small businesses and share authentic experiences around the globe. Remember to like, follow, and share my podcast. I'm also on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. If you're interested in traveling around the world, join my private Facebook group, Travel Planning with Wendy, where I share unique tips and tricks, information with my group. Thanks for listening. It's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy. Wendy.